Well, well, well. If it's not the New York gun, guys. Yes, it is. Back in action. Back in action. Wow, even this mic sounds... You know what? We have different mics today, guys. Yeah, yeah. So this mic sounds a little right. different. Yeah. It doesn't sound terrible. It's it a little... Uh, uh, Taylor's actually using his older mic. Yeah, that we used on our like earlier podcast. episodes, and I'm using like a shitty... Basically, Taylor and I play instruments. And, in a um, band, in a in a shitty band, with the <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually the uh, no the um, the intro song is actually one of the songs right from the band. Yeah, and we have the Moaning Ghost as the lead singer. But um, yeah. I'm using not my normal mic, and I could totally hear the difference. Yeah, I can. Taylor's too. not using his normal mic, and he can tell the difference. But it is what it is, guys. The New York Gun guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Check us out, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and check out the other episodes on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, and uh, pretty much every ooh, excuse me, everywhere else at this point. Yeah, man. What do you have to say? No, nothing. <laughs> You're still reading over there. No, yeah. He's um, reading things. It's Listen, there's going to be a lot of fucking anger and frustration that comes out yeah. in, this, uh, mm-hmm. in this episode. It's just more useless bureaucratic nonsense. Of course. Coming well, we're, from the, we're gonna talk about a law that was passed. And we're yeah, gonna this also one was talk actually about passed. King Cuomo has finally lost his crown. Yeah, he got dethroned for groping. He got all humpty dumpty fell. <laughs> he was trying to hump. All <laughs> that was not intentional on my part at least. Yeah. But uh he did, he pulled the humpty dumpty and uh all of his horses. And all of his men cannot put him back together again. I just really love how again. quickly the left turned on him. Like nobody came to his defense. Well, yeah, I mean, he. Well, uh, from what I've heard, he's like not very well liked in general. In I like don't know, the, man, a lot of the left was I praising like Cuomo, a, and well, yeah, but I also heard like from a political standpoint from other politicians that he's just like a piece of shit. He's not as progressive as some people think he is. If no, he I mean, he's just like he's just a piece of shit. Like, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Like personality wise, <laughs> I heard he's just like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know the guy personally. <laughs> no, I. This is only from what we've heard. <laughs> you know? Allegedly, he is. Allegedly, a, uh, he's a piece of shit. Allegedly, he's a scumbag groper. <laughs> Well, no, he's rumor. Well, he's well I say allegedly. Geez. Listen, man, he's definitely a groper. I think. Well, I mean, at this point, to be. I mean, look, he he was he was like at the top, you know, uh, of of the COVID shit. Like he was supposedly, you know, every governor the should savior. have been like him. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and um, you know, uh, now he's useless to the Democrats, and right. he's getting like discarded. He also yeah. had all that shit. Like you had mentioned previously, and everyone knows now, with killing all the olds, basically. Yeah, covering up his aides, like a lot of his top aides, like uh, covered up the amount of deaths, the numbers. They well, kind of yeah. like fudged I mean, the numbers. He was putting COVID positive people in nursing homes, yeah, and then like oh. right before like these people died, they would ship them off to um, hospitals, and then yeah. he'd be like, "Oh, well, they're not nursing home deaths; they right. were uh, hospital hospitalized deaths or whatever." Deaths. Yeah, like total bullshit. But he's he's being discarded now. That I and and. I think that I would like to believe that this is solely about his uh, the accusations that he was grabbing ass. But or trying to, yeah. But um, I feel like that's a convenient excuse now for yeah. the left because they can't come out and say, "Oh, he fucked up," right. with all the COVID shit because right. he was being praised by everybody. Fauci well, said that. I mean, for God's sakes, people were calling themselves. Cuomo sexuals. Did you see that? Yeah, dude. Like, I know. How, like, how, how do people get away with shit like that? Well, that's what the left does. If they want you out, they call you a racist. They call you a sexist. They call you any name in the book to slander you. And then right. he had to try and I'm the and I'm not. I don't know if the guy's guilty or not. But then he had to obviously try to defend himself, and he really couldn't be face facing the overwhelming opposition to what you know his his right. His accusations were he just he grabbed the ass and the ass came to grab him back. <laughs> just circled around. <laughs> Wham. So I mean, he's not out yet. He's got like what twelve days left. Yes. Yeah, he gave like himself that. like fourteen days. What the fuck? Like I don't know, he gave the job two weeks. Okay. Yeah. He gave. Yeah. I guess he gave. He gave us. I gotta clean out my g- desk and I gotta. He gave you know, us the two week notice. Gotta train my replacement. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which I don't know anything about his replacement. I have no idea. I have to really look from into Buffalo. It. Um, That's nice. But, you know, she's just she's going to be a new Democratic New York governor. And everyone's yeah. like, by the way, everyone was like this historic moment. Uh, her first fem- New York governor. I'm like, she wasn't elected. She's just yeah, taken his place. I mean, like, how historic mm, is this? She's just not, like, p- 
put there. I, I get nobody I get voted what for. I mean, I get what they're saying, yeah, right? Like the first female held position in the right, state or whatever, which is great. But I'm but, like, she wasn't voted in. Like, no, let's I, like stop giving everyone awards. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. Fucking no, I mean, it's roles. look. Is it like is it a historic thing? Just because like sex wise, she's the you know gender wise probably really she's, good. Stuff. You know, she's like the first, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, female, but. Uh, yeah, I, I I see what you're saying though. Yeah, like it just doesn't make. The fuck down. Yeah, I mean, congratulations to her. Yeah, it's you know it would be nice. Hope if she runs again and she gets elected, then that'd be fucking great for her. It's just and like I, everyone was know. saying with with Kamala, she was like the first. Um, what was it? African American, first Indian American, first uh, Caribbean American, first Asian American. I'm like, pick one, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. It's not that fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was the first female. Vice president. Yeah. So that's I mean, fine. Yeah. Why can't we could say that too? Yeah. You know, I mean, they just want to try and right. put you into these pigeonholes and try to, you know, put everyone in these little camps of, of identity. And yeah. it's just like, just, well, yeah, shut identity the hell politics. up. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for her that she's the first female, she's going to be the first female governor. And I'm, you know, even though it's like for like a half a year. And I'm super happy for uh, Kamala Harris that she's the first female. Uh, vice president. That's I have awesome. no issue with a woman being in a political position. I really Why don't. Why would you? I just don't like Kamala, and I just don't like most Democrats. Well, yeah, you don't <laughs> like her her policy positions. Yeah. I mean, that's fine to yeah. not like, you know. Right. Um. So yeah, we're we're we are very glad here that King Cuomo uh, has been dethroned, as you said. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, he did get one more signature in before he yeah. was exiled. Yeah, uh, from the world of New York politics, which, by the way, I have no doubt in my mind, give it four years, this man will be back running for public office. Yeah, and not, it will he, be. He's oh, gone. no, no, absolutely not. What? Absolutely not, dude. I don't Mar- think Mar- so. <laughs> Why else would he resign? Because they weren't he doesn't the- want the shit coming out in court because they just pile everything on him. Don't matter. They already said they weren't going to recommend prosecution. Of course and they not, because he's and, a fucking Democrat. And they were never going to actually impeach him. Uh, I'm telling you. Let, let's. Let, he so he was under threat. What are you doing over there? I'm looking for a pop filter because I feel like I'm I'm like well, popping. Get don't why are you I know right on if, top I, of if it? I go too far away, I feel like I won't be heard. You'll but be if heard. I go too close, it's like this. Well, don't go right. that close. Right. You because I get a little excited when I talk, and I don't want people's well, ears. This is good. To be blown for, well, out. this is good for you. Maybe you can learn how to like tone it down. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm the yang God. to your yin, man. Come on. You ain't yanging anything. <laughs> <laughs> you do keep like blowing right into it. Though. I know. I know. What happened to the pop filter that was on there? I have no idea. Man. There's there's one behind you, I think. You'll see it. It's sticking out. No, it's uh. Oh shit! I don't know where it is anymore. All right, whatever. All right, cool. We're just gonna roll with it. Sorry, everyone. I'll I'll step back from the microphone. Hopefully, you can Thank still God. hear me. Maybe Thank John God. can fix no. it in post. No, I can't. <sighs> um, there's no way I can fix it. Just talk normal. I mean, if you yeah. have a few, who cares? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, I forgot what was I saying about her. I don't um, I, I don't even fucking know something right. about. Oh, oh so, so there's no way he's definitely coming back. He's absolutely one hundred percent. He's coming back, dude. He's gonna be raised from the dead. Yeah, I mean, this will be forgotten about. <sighs> Like I said, I think he could have stayed. He could have, and he would have risked the impeachment. And if he got impeached, he knows he could have never came back. But you know, he left the door open. You're thinking, yeah, oh, 100. Right. There's this guy's whole life is politics, dude. His dad was a politician. He's a politician. Like, there's no way he's he yeah, will be back. Both. He will be back. I'm just glad we could call it the Tappan Zee Bridge again. You know, I saw that they want. They're pushing for that. I know. That's awesome. Yeah, that would I, be. The, I still call it the Tappan Zee, dude. Everybody does, and that would be the biggest fuck you. Well, it was named after his dad. Like he named it after. Yeah, his I dad. know. I'm just getting it. It's like, <laughs> imagine. I'm just. I. I still call it the Tappan Zee. I. I. I've always called it the Tappan Zee. So you know, whatever. Yeah, well, everybody New does. York, New York shit. And nobody calls it the fucking Mario, Mario Cuomo, Cuomo bridge. bridge. Yeah, nobody does. No. Where are you? I'm going over the Mario Cuomo bridge. No, no. no. Everyone goes. I'm going to the Tappan Zee. <laughs> so fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk about um, what is this? New York's uh, State Senate Bill seven one nine six. Yep. If you guys didn't know this existed, now you do. We've talked uh, about it in the past. I think um, we did for a sh- very seldomly on this one because yeah. we talked a lot about the uh, the laws pertaining to manufacture of firearms, eighty percent shit like that. This one was signed by Governor uh, July 6th, so very recently. This man squeaked out this last signature. Squeaked out. Goddamn. Basically, what it does is, I'm going to read the little paragraph here. 
It relates to the dangers to the safety and health of the public caused by the sale, manufacturing, importing, and marketing of firearms. Right. Now, that sounds very broad. Yeah. Basically, and, I guess to, you know, the the too lazy didn't read version of this is, um, or I guess to put it in layman's terms, is if you are somebody who's involved in um, the manufacture of firearms or the selling of firearms, you can now be prosecuted under... Uh, state law uh, and also in at, federal district court as and then as well as you could be sued uh, civilly toward mm-hmm. tort law so um, yeah I don't know let's dive into it a little bit here so one thing I want to read is justification which really sets the tone for what these people think and basically they admit that the laws that they have don't work they don't stem the flow of illegal guns into the state they don't stop people from shooting one another and they admit that it affects lower income socioeconomically deprived communities that are that are mostly inhabited by uh, persons of color let's just say african americans latin americans whatever i'm i don't know the demographics but so the justification right. says virtually every illegal firearm was once legal our country is awash with legal and illegal firearms and the people are paying the price in money and misery every illegal firearm was once legal because the democrats keep making every <laughs> fucking gun illegal or criminals break the law with firearms <laughs> yeah. that that they don't give a shit about the laws. Yeah. So people are paying the price in money and misery wrought by the illegal use of legal firearms. This unacceptable situation poses specific harm to New Yorkers based largely on their zip code and certain immutable characteristics such as race and ethnicity. Given the ease with which legal firearms flow into the illegal market in spite of stringent state and local restrictions, and given the specific harm illegal firearm violence causes certain New Yorkers, those responsible for the sale, manufacture, importing, or marketing of firearms should be held liable for the public nuisance caused by such activities. This bill has been drafted to comport with the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act as construed by the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit in City of New York versus Beretta USA Corp. Through the PLCAA, the firearms industry is shielded from civil liability except when the basis for that liability is quote predicate statute that is applicable in the sale and marketing of firearms with the passage of this bill it is our hope that the right of the people to hold the firearms industry accountable will be restored please yeah yeah this is this is bullshit and at one point they even say in this that 74 percent of the guns that come into new york state that are recovered come from out of state illegally so people are breaking They're already breaking laws. I know. I know. Uh, Oh, yeah. So here, I'll read this little section here. Um, Let's see. Illegal firearm violence has disproportionately affected underserved black and brown neighborhoods in our cities and throughout the state, despite stringent state and local laws against the illegal possession of firearms. While, according to the Bureau Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosive Statistics, 74% of firearms used in crime in New York are purchased outside of New York. Thus, the legislature further finds that given the ease at which legal firearms flow into the illegal market and given the specific harm illegal firearm violence causes certain New Yorkers, those responsible... Yeah, so they get into the same thing I just read. But that one fact, basically they say 74% of the guns that come into the state are illegally brought in from out of state and that they mostly affect black and brown communities from their own words. I said it a little more politically correct, but they use black and brown, so you know what? I'm going to go with that. Right. Um, First of all, I think it's a cop-out to just say that Oh, because crime happens in black and brown neighborhoods, we need to pass more laws. You know, people have been saying that for such a long time, like areas like Chicago, Baltimore, L.A., where now all of a sudden you give a crap that like that right. the, that people are shooting at one right. another. Which, speaking one of another. Chicago, you know, rest. Oh in yeah, peace. yeah, that's that's really right. tragic news, man. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Traffic stop. That she got fucking shot, and her partner was. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. That's that's well. Terrible, she was man. killed, and her partner yeah. was shot and critical. Is he? I saw, is, is he still in ICU? I didn't. I think so. I didn't hear that. I haven't he heard anything. Away. Yeah. And we're praying for him. But yeah, that's he, tragic. He, man. So last I heard, he had he got shot three times. He got hit three times, and he had like one bullet was lodged in the back of his skull. Yeah. The other one like made entry and exited through one of his eyes. It's amazing this man is even still fucking I alive. I know. And then man. I think like he took one in like the in the back. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. It is. And you know, it, we we're trying to stay kind of we're trying to right. stay local. Right. But, but it, this, is, you it know. does need to be said that, you know, we here do support law enforcement despite sometimes, let's just say, my my critique of the government, but the people that have to go and do the job, they have a job to do. And 
you know, it's dangerous, and especially in places like Chicago and even some parts in New York, uh, according to this article. I mean, plenty of gun. I mean, plenty of gun people support the yeah. police. I know a lot of gun people who absolutely do not support the police, but they view the the police as an arm of the state. Yeah, which of course. Infringes. And you know what? To some degree, there needs to be that boundary between police and persons, but it needs sure. to be a respectful boundary. Oh yeah. Like like I've said in the past, if you have a problem with the police, take it up to, with the police. If you have oh, a problem yeah, with yeah. the government, take it up with the government. Right. That's that's the way it should right. be. But yeah, no, that's very tragic. Um, I only brought it up because I know you said, Chicago. You said Chicago. Yeah, but um, but so I mean, finally they're saying, oh, gun violence happens in black and brown communities. So what are we going to do? Pass more laws that aren't going to do jack shit because of all the laws we've passed aren't going to do jack shit, and they haven't done jack shit. There's a big problem that the state passed a uh, big big problem with the laws, and and touching on maybe a touchy subject for some people is bail reform. Um, I yeah. think that there there was a need for bail reform up to a up to, up to a, a point, point yeah. but I think that they went too far. They did. I think that they really went like the radical step. When you read the things like the oh, crimes, you sent me that list. Yeah, I sent you. We a actually read ago. a lot of it on the air. I think here we once. did. In One of them that really struck episode. me was it was sexual harassment with stalking or or aggravated sexual harassment. No, it. That one's bad. Yeah, it was I mean, one... a lot of them are really bad, but right. one of them that really stuck out to me was having uh it was like possession of a weapon on school property. Yeah. Why are we, you know, and you get no bail, which for people who don't know what that means, it means you basically get a court date and you have to return, you know, to the court at a whatever date it is. Right. They're not going to Basically hold you. they're not holding you. So, it we're so concerned about this gun violence. We're so concerned about mass shootings yeah. and and you know, school shootings get put put on such a pedestal for like and, and obviously they are the worst thing that could happen right right children being being Gunned murdered down yeah but then why are we at the same time allowing people who get caught with guns on school property to just be released it's because people are apologists you know they the pendulum has swung so far the other way now yeah to where now it, it, it's gone chaotic but how like many, how did I've that make you i've sent you pictures of the cover whenever i'm at 7-eleven i see something relating to gun crime or right, whatever right. I, I send you a picture right. of it and, you know, one of them was, like, a guy that was out on bail, like, three days before for, like, the same shit. Right. Wound up shooting. It was just... It's just amazing. Like, how did, how did, like, how did that end up on the list, right? Like, how... how I just... And then you, then you really have to think to yourself, is it, like, was it right. per, on purpose? Like, do they want these people to just get out so they could do more crime, so they could push more law? Like, I can is, understand where people's, like... Um, you know where they get their conspiracy theories from. It's like, oh, the government wants right. this to happen which in order to some, enact more control. Right, and like some things, it kind of seems like when you start looking at it, it's like, damn, that's like kind of weird, you know? Yeah, there's there's two camps of thoughts. One is that basically the government bowed down to the radicals and is basically saying, oh, we're not racist, so we'll let everyone go. The second one, which is a lot more sinister, if you think about it, like you said, is that the government wants to instill the government. I say police, bureaucratic, not police necessarily. Let's just say lawmakers, government want to instill fear in the public politicians politicians government they want to instill fear in the public and the only way that they can still fear is to create boogeymen right. oh this guy was arrested for you know stalking with a weapon oh he's released now you you should be afraid you know don't go outside you mm. shouldn't go to this area you can't do this for your own protection because these people are out there all right well you're not locking them up asshole like yeah you know? It's bad how many people just get released in this. And you know state. what? Like you said, certain things I do feel that there should be bad. Like, why is somebody like who has a minimal amount of, let's just say, marijuana on them? It's and, not illegal anyway. Now, no, I know it's not. But let's just say, even before it was illegal, like it's a decriminalized thing. Like, it's just straight legal now. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, even like there's there there were very like the punishments for certain crimes were like out of proportion. And now they're like swinging back in the other direction, trying to kind of right the ship. But it's like when you oversteer in a car, right? Like when you right. lose control of your car and you oversteer, and then you just fuck up more. You know, it's gonna flip. Right. So it's like I think we're kind. We've we've kind of approached that. And they're predicating a lot of this on race, though. They're saying it's bail reform laws are racist because of the amount of let's just say I'm going to use the words that the state use black and brown people that are in the correction system. Yeah. Uh, so well, they're saying it's racist because of all these people of listen, color. I don't know the statistics as far as, but people have said, and I, and I didn't, I have not fact checked this, but I have seen that, um, that there have been some statistics that, that point to, you know, 
minorities get heavier bail, for example. Yeah, where like I've they, seen that. Where they might get bail that's $100,000, but somebody who's white gets bail that's $50,000. Right. So, or they get, they get a stiffer punishment. Right. Where if there was the same crime committed... There was like a kid not too long ago. Do you remember that wealthy white kid who Brock like Turner. raped? Yeah, Brock yeah, Turner. He yeah. like raped some girl, and, the and judge he got, didn't want to ruin his swimming right, career. He got like no, I know, no time. I know. And then you have like I'm playing. I mean, but you know what? Like yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of white people as well who have done that, who have gotten punished. Obviously, it's, it's rightfully anecdotal so. to fit whatever narrative you want to push. Yeah, the but, criminal justice. But here's the so thing: large. like that, that's a real thing that happened, it is. right? Like that kid saw yeah. no jail time. Oh yeah, and I don't know the specifics of his case, and Me you either. know whatnot. But I'm just saying that that was a verdict that came down, right? I don't, I don't want to say I'm right. an expert in what what happened with him, but that was a verdict that came down, and the judge decided we are not going to give him any jail time, yeah. and I, there, I'm sure that there's other people out there who have been arrested who have been arrested for for some sort of sex crime and they were prosecuted found guilty and they were given they were given a sentence so right. why are we giving like it justice is supposed to be blind right yeah. so why are some people getting a different sentence especially no sent basically yeah. no sentence it's just it's fucked up, and I can see where people get jaded by that 100. percent Right, and like I said though, you could the criminal justice system is so large, you could find any story and any conviction and any arrest that'll sure. fit your narrative. Sure, of course. Whether it's you or know, if pro... it even even if it like kind of just almost right. fits. Right. If they have like you know they say like politics is all sound bites and mm-hmm. like, you know photo yep. ops, and so it's it is what yeah. it is, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. But you could find any story that fits your narrative, and you know I have seen those stories and heard those comparisons like this guy gets nothing but this guy right. gets the book thrown right. at him why right. for the same crime and right but you know then why is that like there needs to be right. investigations into that justice right. is supposed to be blind right. i mean they're different and courts. you know there they're might different there might be different other reasons like, yeah like the sure. guy might have had a criminal history like, and listen, the other guy at, didn't at you face value all you have is crime a and crime a. right but what else what were what are the circumstances of that crime as right. well and what are the, what's the history of that person right in Obviously, things like sex crimes are very, oh, very sensitive yeah. to a lot of people, as they oh, should yeah. be. Especially, you know, what's going on with fucking Cuomo right now. <laughs> but whatever, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, I'll be often a little bit of a tangent there. But yeah. I, I can see where people would be definitely jaded, and they look at things like that, and especially people who like don't know the case. They they just right. see that in the news, and they, they go, "Wow, that's news clip. that's fucking racist." Right. And so. that's what, unfortunately, this this bill is basically is based on. They say that gun crimes affects underserved black and brown communities more and those well, crimes i mean it, it, it's true it is true it is and but, but why is that i think is the real and i and do, i don't know you know well my my I, I watched a video once by colin noir and i'm no expert on this colin noir like I've, I've mentioned his videos in the past he's an amazing guy he's a lawyer he's a two-way activist he's an african-american gentleman and he basically said because he went out onto the streets of like chicago and baltimore and all these different places and asked people like well, what the fuck's going on it's it's a perceived socioeconomic injustice to where the, the people that live in these communities, like the bill said, are, quote, underserved, and they don't view any other option than to go out and commit crime and belong to some sort of culture because mm. they don't feel like they're going anywhere in life, so this is their only option, to sell right. crack or drugs or whatever, mm-hmm. to initiate in gang lifestyle. Or even, I don't, know if, I don't know even if it comes down to, you know, they don't think they can go anywhere else in life, but that they've just, they were born into that. Right. They've been surrounded by it their whole life, and it's just a natural progression. Right. You know, it's kind of like if you're, you know, you're born and your dad's a mechanic, or your your grandpa was a mechanic, right. and your dad became a mechanic, and, and you had a mechanic shot, and then you became a mechanic, or or your dad owns a owns a store, right. and his grand and his dad owned the store, and his dad before him, and, and right. so it's just a natural progression, right? Like you're just born into it. You could have done anything with your life, right. but because you're surrounded by something, you that's the path you take, right? And so I Which don't, it's, it's sad though. Yeah, it's, it is. You're kind of born into it. That's all you see. That's all yeah. you know. It's glorified. You know, you give a kid a gun and suddenly he, he, he's powerful. And, and, and you know, you bring up gl- the glorification of right. it. There's a lot of times like these, you know, these people in these communities who a lot of people like, you know, maybe the government or the police department see as bad guys, but not all of the community sees them as bad guys. And right. some of the communities see those people as heroes. They're kind of the anti-hero. And, and when these people do, you know, if they get killed... Yeah. By whoever, not not saying the police, right. but I'm just saying in general, Rivals. you know, monuments get, get yeah. you know, they paint uh, paint murals of them and, and things like that. George Floyd. Yeah. I mean, that's like a, you know, that's like a big, <laughs> you know, that's a big name that, right. you know, and that that was like 
made a big deal because it was police. But even right. if if you have you know gang gang violence and right. people are killed, you know they they paint murals of these yeah. people because they're seen as heroes in their community, and that's they're being glorified. And now when a, when a kid sees that, maybe they're influenced by that, and they go, oh, "Wow, I knew that guy." It's like Look, in the Islamic State when they when a martyr gets killed, they put him up on a billboard right. somewhere, and, and then people are like, "I want to be a suicide bomber." You yeah, know? And I mean, <laughs> speaking of fucking Taliban rolling through Kabul and they're fucking yeah. evacuating the embassy like right. Saigon right now. Right. Fucking good job, Afghan army. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. Fucking Taliban's rolling through, taking back Afghanistan. Yeah. Since we we went in Afghanistan like early 2002, like after 9-11, like actually the end of 2001. And then we got, you know, sidetracked over in Iraq with Saddam. But, you know, it's been a war that's been going on for 20 years. I don't want to get too much into it. You could watch the news and see what's going on. But like literally today, like I'm watching the news go on. Oh, they're starting to evacuate the embassy. Oh, it's not a, a, a move of war or anything. We just they're shredding documents and taking we'll be flags back. with them. We'll be back wholeheartedly because the Afghan army was fucking useless. And I, I joke around to my buddies at work. I say, yeah, we're fucking the Afghan army's running away with from a bunch of dude and flip flops. Dude, but it's not even like. like <laughs> But here's the thing: the U.S. the U.S. goes in there and they want to invest time and right. Man, we spent like a trillion dollars right, with over right five thousand people right. dead. And then they tell soldiers. they tell the people there, "You're going to have our support. Right. We're going to be here for you." And then they just leave. Right? Like, you can't expect these people. You can't expect the Afghan army to that does not have anywhere near the capabilities that we have to continue to fight a war. You you just can't. And to you have to also remember they had these. They were trained, quote unquote, but they were trained. With the full backing of the U.S. America. military, our with intel airstrikes, air, right? Our our military might, power, yeah. Our intelligence community, everything. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's just we leave, it's all fucked up. Yeah. Now the terrorists are taking over. Yeah. You know. I want to get back to this. <laughs> we, we could talk forever about I know, that shit. Man. I know. Fuck. I know. Fucking. Egg. There's um. So getting back to this bill, they 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 say that um. There, there's a couple things that they kind of point out. And the first thing is uh, deceptive acts and pra uh, or practices. Um, that says it should have the same uh, meaning as defined in Article 22A of this chapter. But I can't find that. I don't know if maybe you could look it up. I don't know where to even look, man. You have to look. The one right below that, all gun industry members who manufacture, market, import, Offer for wholesale or retail sale. Any qualified product in New York State shall establish and utilize reasonable control and procedures to prevent its qualified products, meaning legal firearms, yeah. um, from being possessed, used, marketed, or sold unlawfully in New York State. So that could be a couple of things. They can make, they have to make sure that their security systems are up to date, that the firearms are stored securely so that way nobody could steal them and then sell them to the black market. They have to make sure that they don't sell unknowingly to let's just say straw purchasers right. or or people who were um prohibited possessors right um which it's so difficult i know how do you know someone's a straw well, purchaser? well here's the thing if they were to get sued in criminal court right. they would have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they knew that that store knew that you know the moaning ghost was going in to buy a gun for, you know, <laughs> our mutual friend, Bill, you know, for example, you Bill know, is not a prohibited possessor, by the way. So that is a, he's not, but no one has to know Bill. <laughs> just like we just use Bill and the moaning ghost. I as, know. So we, yeah. So like they would have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. In civil court, it's not the same. Right. They could just say whatever. Well, they could say whatever, but there's still, there's still a level of proof. I think it's right. preponderance of the evidence. It's a lesser, it's a lesser standard. standard, right? But it, you know, so you could say totality of the evidence. I think like it's like totality of the totality of the circumstance and preponderance or, of the evidence. I don't know. I learned about it a long time ago. I don't. I you know. I don't deal in civil court, so yeah. But it's you know something something to that effect. The the important part to know is that it's not beyond a reasonable doubt, which means that they could you could lose a case in in criminal court and still win right, the same similarly. exact case in civil court yeah. because the standard of proof is so much less. Yeah. It's just going to basically put a target on the arms market. And like I said to John, you know, there was companies that were advertising, I'll just say AR 15s in a very self-defense or tactical light. Let's just say on a commercial or something. Well, somebody could buy that gun, do something with it. And then in the state of New York, they could sue that gun manufacturer because in a marketing or advertising right. as a manufacturer, you sold somebody a military-grade weapon. That's highly irresponsible of you. And they went who's, and shot up a school Who's with it. to even say, like, what, you know, uh, how you how you interpret a military piece thing. of... No, no, just a piece of marketing is, right. is like, subjective. I know. Like, I could look at it, 
and be like, oh, oh it's a like, good gun. That that would be a great gun for hunting. And then right. you could like, let's say it's a fucking, let's just say it's a some sort of firearm with a with with an optic on it, yeah, you know, scope. And I and I look at it and I go, damn, like that's that gun would be perfect for deer hunting. And then like you look at it and you go, damn, that gun would be fucking perfect for sniping off of a fucking rooftop. You know, but you know, but you <laughs> know. know what I mean. I so know. like it's yeah. it, you you could look at it in two different ways. And then who's to say which right. is which way is the way? So exactly. it's, it's like, totally how do you, how do you just, how do you like put up a billboard with a, with a firearm on it and not, you'd have to know as a gun manufacturer, what every single person is thinking. It's impossible to know. It, it, it puts a noose around the firearms industry's neck. Oh, of it course. It puts a target on every gun retailer's back and it makes the law abiding citizens suddenly the, in the eyes of the public, a nuisance. Cause this is what the bill is. They say it's a public nuisance. Firearms violence and stuff is a public nuisance. Right. And they're saying that anybody who deals in firearms is a potential contributor to this quote. They're nuisance. responsible basically. Is what yeah. They're saying. Which is again, this is, you know, this is bullshit. Like this yeah. is just wholeheartedly bullshit. Right. You know, how about let's enforce the fucking laws. Well, so, we have. so here's the thing, right? Let's, what? let's kind of, we could tie this kind of into like Jerry's firearms, right? Oh, so, so think about, so think about it this way, right? Good, good gun, point. gun manufacturer. What was the name of the company? DL, uh, Delta level defense. DLD. So yeah. let's say DLD manufactures this firearm, right? Yeah. They are, they do their due diligence mm-hmm. by selling that firearm to a, a, a lawful registered dealer. Mm-hmm. And then that person sells the firearm, you know, in this case, Jerry's firearm sells the firearms and now it's deemed illegal. Right. So that means not only is Jerry's firearms, they, they, they um, could be held they're going to, yeah. they're held liable because they quote unquote sold an illegal firearm. But now the manufacturer DLD sold a firearm right. that they can't be, be sold. So they are also liable because they did not have a good faith attempt to not prevent, you know what I'm saying? To not right. prevent that gun go, being sold. It could go it to multi state. It could go, back. yeah. It really I mean, can. this is a specific, you know, that's a specific case. And as and as could, far as I know, nobody committed a crime with the Delta level defense uh, right. CT 2A right. right. or whatever it but is. But it's still an illegal fire. It is. Uh, well, the, uh, the, stuff, the county correct, thinks correct. it is. Correct. Um, you know, it, yeah. as far as that as what the law, state or the as, county as far as a lawsuit is concerned yeah it's it's an illegal firearm in the, in the eyes of suffolk county as of now yeah but that's what i'm yeah. saying right so like Bullshit. so dld did not do their due diligence in to the prevent the, the sell uh, well yeah obviously we I'm all know just, it's I'm all just bullshit, making sure. but they if you look at it through this this law they didn't do their due diligence selling to jerry's because jerry's ended up selling illegal it's illegal yeah. quote unquote quote illegal unquote. in this state right <laughs> so it's it's, it's it's bullshit and it can go it can go deep i know i know <laughs> they could even find the guy who supplied the metal for them and fucking say well you know yeah they like, want to they want to have a block of metal now be illegal in new right, york as right. an unfinished firearm <laughs> oh That's also so speaking of there was actually the atf handed out a, a cease and desist to a, a manufacturer of a trigger Dude, you got to look up this trigger. It, I never heard of this thing. It was so cool. It's the Rare Breed uh, FR15 trigger. Basically, what it is, it's a force reset trigger. And they've been selling it for a while now, apparently for like maybe a year or two. And what it is, it's a drop-in trigger unit and for like an AR-type gun. And what it does is when the bolt carrier comes home, it has in the place where an auto sear is, it resets the trigger for you. So you know how like a bump stock works? You basically pull the gun forward. Yep. This is kind of like a reverse of that to where this trigger resets for you, but then you actually have to pull it again. So as defined by, they thought it was legal, you know, ahead of time, which it still is. They're actually suing the ATF um, because it's still one function of the trigger. A machine gun is defined as a gun that that does more than one thing per function of the trigger. This has one pull of the trigger, but the, the trigger resets itself so you don't have to release it. The Rare Bleed FR15. Rare Breed. Rare Breed yeah. FR15. Bro, you got to look at a video of it. It's basically, and it's it's like a bump trigger in a weird way. Right. But if you look at slow motion of the trigger, it resets, and then right. your finger pulls it. It resets, and your finger pulls it. Right. The company claims that rate of fire is not a determinant for what makes a machine gun. You know? So, oh, yeah, you're getting uh, the audio? Bro, it's so I'm listening. Good. Go, keep going. Yeah, so d- the rate of fire doesn't determine a machine gun. You could have a maximum set, a maximum gun set to like 20 rounds a minute and just go chunk, 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 or whatever it is. It could go really, really slow. But you could also have a semi-automatic gun with a like a race trigger in it that you could pull really fast. So the rate of fire does not ter- determine if something's a machine gun or not, and that's what 
uh, Rare Breed is trying to uh, tell the ATF. So John's fiddling with something over there. So if you hear anything that's like a little wonky, it's because we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. Yeah. But this is the um, he's the trigger. Yeah, this is just I don't even know whose video this is. Ordinary, ordinary I did ordinary citizen uh, function test. Whoop. Okay, so this morning I installed a rear breed trigger in my AR, and I'm here <laughs> function testing it to see if it runs with my gas system, uh, my buffer, because I haven't changed anything, and uh, just put a few rounds on target and see if she runs. I mean, I mean, dude, it doesn't even look like he's. I'm gonna be real. It doesn't even look like he's pulling the trigger more than well, once. Well, if you look at a slow mo video of it, it actually is. Um, it he said actually it's kind is. of hard to shoot just one round. <laughs> yeah. You it you really can, I mean you can. Does the the trigger resets, but then you have to pull it again? So basically, you apply constant weight to the trigger, and it resets. But since you're applying a constant weight, it it pulls itself. Well, you you pull it automatically, basically. Mm. So the trigger like becomes really light, basically. No, it doesn't come really light. It just so you're applying like if you ever bump stock a gun, you right. you keep forward pressure on the gun while you're pulling the trigger back. Right. And when the gun rocks in your hand, right, it your finger pulls the trigger. It's right. kind of the same concept with this, where um except the gun you keep constant pressure on the trigger and the trigger pushes back on your finger, but because you're keeping constant pressure, your finger pushes it again. So every time I'm going to send this to you. Um, I'm going to send this video to you, John. This one, I think, is send one it, I watched the other day. To, uh, How do I send it to you? Uh, social media wise. Okay, so social media. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, so this one's from uh, Big Daddy Unlimited. Uh, Big Daddy Unlimited's YouTube page. It's like a like a wholesaler of firearms and shit like that. But I think this, this video, they really get into firing it, and they kind of explain a little bit about it. I'm going to kind of scroll through a little bit. But it's... This is something now that people are saying the ATF is determining that basically trying to make law. Trigger. It is a semi-auto trigger. It's a drop-in trigger. Yeah, just t take we, a listen. Uh, as long as, with our counsel, as long as other subject matter experts and attorneys, this is a 100% legal semi-auto trigger. There's no other select on the selector switch. It is either semi or safe, just like any other AR-15. Also note that it only works in your standard AR-15 lowers. It's, it, it doesn't work in an MPX, AR-9, AR-10, any other obscure rifle that you may have. Um, you also want to make sure you're running an H3 buffer. You gotta have for, a heavy um, buffer in it. Best functionality. Depending on your gun's gas system and tuning, it may work with something like an H2, but recommended and for most reliable, you do want an H3 buffer. And you do have to have an M16 bolt carrier group. Yes, Just the important. way it's designed, that full auto bolt carrier group is required for the trigger to function. Yeah, and you want to make sure you have a standard spring on the H3 buffer. Don't don't change the spring on that. And also, what he means by the full mil-spec buffer is if See, you, you get one of the high-speed cut-out ones, then okay. it's not going to allow to hit Basically the Basically, this video, that it's from Big Daddy so Unlimited. Sure um, they kind of go into it. But John's going to see if maybe he can fast-forward to them shooting. I think they shoot in this video. That's why I... Kind of like after I heard the determination, I think I saw it on like the Truth About Guns Maybe blog. Issue right over here. Somewhere. Yeah, let's let's take a listen with some fucking Judith in the background, <laughs> dude. There's no man. There. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, people? <laughs> the sound of freedom. You guys have. We're gonna link this. We have to link this video. Yeah. Um, and great choice of this music. This is by, by yeah. Who, who's the it's, um, uh, Big Daddy Unlimited? Yeah, Big Daddy Unlimited. Hat tip to you. We are borrowing the yeah. sound from you. We're not making any money off this, so don't worry. You're not no, missing no. out on any cash. Um, <laughs> don't sue us. <laughs> ain't no one going to sue us. You, you know what? If you're listening to this, you should totally call in and talk to us. <laughs> we would love to talk to you guys. Yeah. But um, this thing is fucking cool. Yeah, but basically what it does is it's like bump fire, like I said, right. but the trigger resets. And the problem the ATF it's hard had... It's hard to explain, though. Well, not really, because, like I said, if you bump fire, you're you're pulling the trigger each time, but the gun is firing just very fast. Right. Cyclic rate does not determine what a machine gun is. The ATF's definition says one function of a trigger, pull, release, yeah. pull, 
release. Right. Just like a binary trigger. That's one function. A pull is one function and a release is one function. So that's how the binary triggers got around it. The letter that the uh, company sent back to the ATF, their lawyer basically said, like, did you even, like, examine the trigger? Like, I, we want to see the reports. Why does your mic sound like that? I have like no that? idea, man. I think it's, like, vibrating. Yeah. Um, the, the, the lawyer was like, um, yeah, I don't know why the fuck it sounded like that. Anyway. I don't know. Um, the lawyer was like, we want to see the report. Technology the, does not oh, like you Jesus today. Christ. This they really they want cool. to see the report, the testing that was done. They're like, did you just watch a YouTube video on it yes. and determine it was a machine gun based 100%. off that? 100%. Watch, if you ever, there's slow-mo video of it out there. Watch a slow-mo. The trigger resets. Oh, shit. Bro. Dude, the every video is like way too loud. I know. But I like we'll, that. We'll fix I that. like that video that you just playing. Had a good soundtrack. Well, this it. is like they. This video is from Rare Breeds website. Oh yeah, and it's like actually like I think it's got like a like a little freeze frame or something. No, nah, it's like a like a like a animation of how it works. Let's see, but I'll keep it muted. These guys are just unloading. It looks fucking cool as hell. Dude, they're just like out on a field shooting at cars <laughs> and steel. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it's the dream. I love shooting steel. Yeah, we need to go somewhere where we could just shoot steel. I know. Where could, where could we do that? I have no idea, man. God. Damn. But yeah, this trigger, um, people, they're still for sale, even though the ATF has said they're machine guns, which the company is still selling them. Like, if you go to their website, they're yeah. still for sale. Well, they're gonna. They're I mean, gonna, listen, the they, they they released a, like a, a thing. The lawyer sent them like a. a Thing for I think preliminary injunction or whatever or like oh, they want to see the results of the testing like they want to see all the technical of course. but the lawyer doesn't even if you I've read that it's like a three page thing that the lawyer sent them the lawyer doesn't even think that like the ATF did any testing <laughs> so no I, I doubt that they I yeah. doubt that they did so it's just something they saw online they're like oh we have to ban it and then there was also they said that there was another another forced reset trigger that's been on the market for years that the ATF has not determined to machine gun so why is theirs but it's one function of the trigger. It says the rare breeds trigger FRT15 is a force reset trigger. When when a trigger is pulled, the FRT15 trigger's sear forces the trigger to reset. So right. it resets. It pushes it, yeah. Right. The trigger dramatically speeds up the rate of fire on, on uh, of an AR-15 style firearm. A machine gun is, again, just goes into the... Yeah, yeah. the definition of it. Right. Yeah, which everyone knows what a machine gun is. One pull of the trigger... Like multiple rounds expended. This, even though it's very fast, the trigger is just being pulled very fast. Right. So listen, ATF, you got you got caught, right? And now you're trying to be like, oh, you can't have this. This just, you know, this really, man, this just even pushes. I always think this, that these laws don't, all they do is that. It's they funny. create workarounds well, and then they get pissed off. It creates innovation. Yeah. Like it's if, great. If, if they never, it's great for us. But if if they never pushed like all the bullshit, right. no would, one would ever have a need for this, and they no. would never do it. You would you would have bump stocks, and some people would be able to use them, and some people wouldn't because sometimes they're difficult to use. But no, now we have this, which seems incredibly simple to use. These guys are running around a field, just pop, 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 pop. like you like, said. You got to have the right weight buffer in your gun because that helps the the, the speed. Yeah, there's technical the there's technical things that come with it. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, if the government still allowed people to register machine guns, then you wouldn't have these fucking problems. Yeah. You know, most people want to be right. legal. If they find fucking grandpappy's MP40 in the, in the right. they want to register it, but no. I mean, can't. if we were just still allowed to manufacture machine guns and own them as civilians, yeah. why, who, we wouldn't have an, wouldn't, well, no. I mean, we wouldn't have a need for bump stocks. Right. Except, you know, just pay you $200, wait six to eight months, and then you could have your M16. Right. It wouldn't be such a big fucking deal, and an M16 wouldn't cost thirty grand on the transfer. I don't market. think that there would be any more gun violence. I don't think there'd be any more because it's still it would still be illegal to have and use if, if you use it illegally. I just don't think, I mean, because I don't think that that's the defining factor in someone who's, oh, you know what? I was going to go shoot up a mall, but because my gun doesn't fire full auto, I don't think I'm going to do it. Like, it, like that logic isn't there, right? Like, if you're fucking insane and you're going to just go kill people in a mall, right. that's not the deciding factor. It's not, oh, I can't get an AR, so I can't do it. So I, that doesn't make any sense either. Like I'll just use a handgun or I'll right. just use a shotgun. Like right. it just doesn't make it just doesn't make fucking any sense. Right. So like that's not really a defining factor. So like the fact that it's even illegal in the first place kind of really doesn't make sense to me. It's just bureaucrats being bureaucrats, yeah. man. And you know, unfortunately, the NRA did help pass the Hughes Amendment in '86 to to ban the new manufacture of machine guns for civilians. Right. 
So, and it was also done during the Reagan administration too, which everyone says Ronald Reagan is this great bastion of conservatism. You know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. You know, whatever. I saw a funny video where it was like great moments in like history. Yeah. Like historic speeches by presidents. Oh, is it the one where a balloon popped and he's no, like, no, no, it's almost like, got me? No, 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 no. There was like that quote. Yeah. There was like another quote from like somebody, and then like at the end, it was Biden. He was just like, "You, you, you know, you know the thing." <laughs> like, I, I, should, I gotta find bumbling it. idiot, dude. It was so oh funny. I listen to I listen to Obama speak, man, and I'm like, dude, Obama even looks like a moderate compared to this senile old fuck. Like, <laughs> Biden, man, just just, just go home, bro. You, you're done. You you fucking done. Right. Just just hang up the hat, bro. You've been in this shit. You've been in this shit so long, you said the words racial jungle and it was okay. That's how long you've been oh in this shit. God, yeah. You probably drank from the other water fountain, if you know what I mean, in a fucking park. I mean, the guy's sick. I'm not saying opinions can't change. I'm not. No, I, I'm not I saying opinions can't change, but that's how long he's been a politician. Yeah, it's so fucking where crazy. at one point it was okay to say things like that in the in fucking government, yeah. and then now obviously it's not. It's it shouldn't fucking, have been. It should but never that's been how okay, long right. he's been in this fucking right. cesspool of shit. It really, I mean, it really is a cesspool of shit. It really is, bro. So I just, man, I, I talk with my dad about this shit a lot. Like, yeah, but your dad like turned into a fucking. He did. And I tried to tell him about this whole COVID shit that, like, it's just government overreach, that look at what the government is doing. Once they get power, they're not going to get it back. You know, everything I, I fucking always say. But he, he's just, you know, he's just like, oh, if the, if you got if you're not breaking the law, then you don't have anything to worry about. I'm like, and I said something to him like, Dad, what if they change the laws to where suddenly now you're a criminal? They could just rewrite the laws to where anybody who's, who's right. not vaccinated could get put in jail. Right. So what are you going to do? And he probably goes, they won't do that. Yeah. But yeah, but now they're firing people. And over I told them about so. the gun laws. I'm like, you know, one day things were legal, the next day it's not. Right. They could change the laws any way they want. Right. Once government does something, they don't they don't give power back, bro. No. So and this is what I tried to tell him. I had a long talk with him actually when I was sitting on the cross Bronx and fucking traffic. Oh good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was pissed off anyway. But you know, I, I tried telling him <laughs> that like I'm pissed off. I'll have I'll call my dad and be more pissed off. Oh no, my pops actually <laughs> called me, oh, and okay. then we just wound up talking about it just because yeah. of some you know bullshit. We didn't yeah. have arguments. I just I, I just really want him to see why I think the way I do. Right. You know, and he gets it. He's like, you know, you're you're smart. You you do your research. You you have your opinions. But I just think differently than you. I'm like, okay. I mean, but... there's things that you and I don't agree on. Oh God, no. No. So who cares? Yeah. It's okay. To, it's okay to disagree. Oh, I know. And that's that's like we've become so lost, you know, as yeah. as like us as like a community of just like Americans. Know. You know, it's like if someone just doesn't have if, if someone like disagrees with you at like a basic level, it's yeah. like you're you can't even talk to each other. You know, there's people that that I was friends with who were like yeah. that, and it was know. like, well, if I just if we have a different opinion, then that's it. Like you're X, Y, and Z. Like you know the name calling starts and it's yeah. just when i just like you know what i just even amongst I'm gun not owners friends with you anymore it's it man like, like even amongst gun owners man there's people that like you know like the fuds and then like the 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 hawaiian shirt wearing dudes and like the tactical elitists like there's so much fucking division and nothing i hate more is when a fud a fud says like i support the second amendment but or when anybody says that like when kamala harris says i support the second amendment but X, Y, and yeah. Z. It's like, no, then you don't. Well, I work it's with... It's either you do or you don't. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a couple people I work with who are like, yeah, I totally support like your right to have a firearm, but I just don't but think I... anybody should have need... Like, no one needs like a 30-round mag. And it's like... Well, that's, that's your what? opinion, asshole. Like, yeah. You know, what? what's what's it to you? And then when, when Biden was saying like, oh, people can't own tanks or whatever, it's like, yeah, they can. It's fucking America. I watched... Oh, God, I watch videos all the time of like uh, private tank collections, even in the U.S., yeah. Like uh like uh, Battlefield Vegas, they think they only they have like one of the only operating. It's a Soviet, uh, what is it? A T sixty eight or a T sixty two? It's the only one operating in the U S. with a live fire gun. And I'm like, you could have a fucking tank. You just got to have a lot of money, right? But you can have a fucking tank. What's wrong with that? Right. So Biden, you know, he thinks that people can't own you know military aircraft or tanks or anything because they have nukes and F 15s and whatever. But you know, people can. Well, what's stopping you from buying like an Apache helicopter? Um, actually really nothing. Right. You, you just have to find one for sale. There's actually a Can government... you buy one straight yeah. from the manufacturer? Not from the manufacturer, no. Generally, like... Is like it because a... it's considered, like, military? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
you can so for example actually on a government surplus website I, I saw recently there was a black hawk on there for like 500 grand i think starting oh bid yeah starting bid but people buy them and actually companies buy those kind of helicopters like i work in aviation um people buy those kind of helicopters they use them for like heavy lift they use them for sure. like um firefighting like a private firefighting yeah, company they right, use them right. for transport um right. you know i worked with uh at one point we had this uh s61 it's corsi s61 and they used it to lift uh, air conditioners and big heavy equipment on top of like skyscrapers. Could you buy like a fucking battleship if you wanted to? They used to sell surplus like PT boats back in the day and like naval ships. No, because like there's guys out there now with like plenty of money to be able yeah. to buy just like a fucking like an old battleship. Yeah, yeah, you can. And then just like that's amazing. The one thing on it though is that the the, the guns would have to be registered as, destru as destructive devices or disabled or disabled. Yeah, right. people back in the day, bro, after like Vietnam and World War II and, and stuff like they bought like PT boats and turned them into fishing boats. Right. So you can, you know, right. it, government surplus used to not be a big deal. How do you think people got P-51 fighters right. after right. World War II? They right. sold them as surplus. Yeah. So, I mean, the same shit. It I mean, I, be... I agree 100%. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. No. And you know what? If you want to go through the process of re rearming the guns and registering them, fuck it. Why not? Um, right. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Like the process of it and the cost right. of it, it weighs away the people who would right. do bad. There's you know? people that there's a guy that I follow on Instagram. He, he specializes in M sixties, M 60 machine guns, and he is rebuilding a Huey. He got a Huey oh, nice. and he's rebuilding it in order to do reenactments and historical, like put the M sixties on the door. And he right. takes up, he, he takes Vietnam vets shooting the M sixties and they're mm -hmm. like, I haven't held this gun since I was in fucking Saigon or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> And they, they right. bring out vets and they're going to get the cool. helicopter operational. Yeah, man. Pretty cool. So, I mean, listen. I would just love to see like one of these like mega, mega, mega rich guys just like buy like a fucking old battleship and like just make it totally functional. There's a guy. He's the largest owner. He's the owner of the largest fleet of military aircraft in the country. I, I think he's based out of Texas. And what he does is his company provides combat training for the U.S. or like a contractor. So mm. let's, let's just say... The Navy wants to train guys on a MiG-27 or a MiG-29. Right. This guy has a MiG, I think it's a MiG-27 or a MiG-29. And he'll be the enemy aircraft as a contractor, and the, the government you know, will have to chase him. And it, it saves the government money because they don't have to keep these foreign fucking aircrafts. He bought all of Australia's F-16s that they hmm. were surplusing out. Right. He bought them. So right. he has a fleet of F-16s, L-39s. Uh, he has, a, I think, a MiG-27 or a MiG-29. I think it's a 27. Um but he has a fucking air force, basically. Right. This guy has a fucking air force. So it's right. kind of like you said about a battleship. Right. This guy has a fucking air force, and That's he has so retired, cool. uh, retired uh, uh, pilots that you know military Park guys that fly them. Fly him, yeah. Man. That's fucking so. Yeah, cool, and he dude. has he has DOD contracts, and he has all the That's licensing, so and all the guns cool. work and everything. But this dude, guy is a fucking bajillionaire. Dude, because of that, though. Yeah. Because of that business. Well, he was also rich before that, but oh. I mean, this guy bought F-16s from Australia. Right. You can do that right. if you have the licensing, the paperwork, and everything. So cool, man. People, there's Dude, uh, the there's United States is, the... is such a fucking cool place to it live. It is, but people fucking shit on it they constantly. Don't... Well, because some people would hear that and be like, that should never be allowed. Right. Only the military should ever... That's like the most dangerous thing you can say, right? Yeah. Is only the military only should the have... government should have this. Only the right. military should That's have this. That's fucking scary. Well, historically speaking, governments fucking murder and oppress their people more than ordinary citizens do. Right. You know, so... I mean, it's crazy when you look into like what people have. Like, there's companies in Eastern Europe that'll sell you a demilitarized tank or armored personnel vehicle, and it's well, just. Well, I a, feel like they just over there they just sell that shit for fun. Well, they do because there's there's a surplus of it. Actually, <laughs> right. in England, there's a huge collecting community of military vehicles because so yeah. many of them were left, were left there, there after the war. Yeah. Same right. thing in Europe. Right. I mean, we're lucky here in America to where we never had a fucking world war on our fucking soil. Any war, really? Like, well, we it, had the civil war. Well, I mean, in our revolution, in our lifetime, there's. I mean, you could still go dig shit up out of yeah. the ground from fucking, you know, civil war and revolution. I mean, we war had Pearl shit. Harbor, but I mean, listen, we mm, they, we were yeah, attacked. We yeah, were attacked. We, we weren't. There was like never, never like a modern war. Infantry fought. invasion. Yeah, exactly. US I guess it's kind of what I'm getting at, right? Um, but you know, other countries, there are people in England still finding fucking you know unexploded ordnance in their front yard when they're digging it up for a oh, walkway. Dude, when people find like fucking the like the mines in, yeah. in the ocean, like the fucking oh, the sea deep mines, sea mines. Yeah. Oh my god, that's scary, bro. <laughs> that is scary. <laughs> yeah. And even around in the U.S. You know, just side note, dude. My grandpa, I don't. I he used to tell me this story about like out in Montauk. They like back in the day, I guess during World War II, they laid a lot of fucking like yeah. old school mines. And he used to always fuck with us, being like, "I think I see one. I think I see one." <laughs> That's 
fucked up, bro. It is, it is. And he would like be driving right oh, for it. But he would tell us and he'd be like, I hope we don't hit one. You know, we were like kids and we don't fucking yeah. know. Man, I miss well, him. Well, the Nazis away. did land on Long Island during the war. Oh, it's yeah, a, I heard that. The right. little known thing. They yeah, had yeah, a couple yeah. of guys in some Coast Guard then saw them on the beach. And they were supposed to be saboteurs that were supposed to come to the U.S. and start sabotage, basically. And right. they got caught because one guy was like, what are you doing here? And it was just like this crazy thing. I think a couple of people got away, but like one guy got caught. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, he was like I trying to that. bury his outfit in the beach or some shit. Just the Coast Guardsmen saw him. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild, God man. bless the Coast Guard. Yeah, man. For real. For real. It's, uh, it's a wild world. But yeah, man. So... I feel like we went on so many different directions. Well, there's not with much. There's not. There's no, not much there's more, not to, talk much more to talk they, about with that. At bill. the end of the day, like it's it's past. That's the end of it. It's not going to affect. And you know, I hate when I have to say this, but it's not going to affect people you. like you and I. Yeah. But it's just another thing that the fucking well, government. I, I does. always say it's not. You know, is this likely to affect you? And you always give me shit for it. But but you know what? I do, but because for good reason. Because this kind of shit is the thing that they could pass, which lays the foundation oh, yeah. for more shit. Oh, I agree. When this when in this law they said that our laws are ineffective, so we need to pass this law. When they pass this law, oh, suing gun manufacturers isn't enough because the federal level won't allow it or whatever well, it gets let's thrown just, out well no what where this could go is because this this only targets gun industry members but what about people like you yeah. for example right what if someone breaks into your house steals steals, steals a, a firearm and, and then right and then whatever then they want to see you and and the, or they pass a law that says well you didn't properly store your firearm right. never mind the fact that someone broke into your house right. a fucking criminal right. found your firearm and stole it and then went and killed somebody right. you it's your fault because you didn't Right. store your firearm in a safe with a certain weight class yeah. and you know like that that's that's where this could go that's where this could open and I that could, could open the door sued, and it's just like well how about the guy that fucking shot the guy right. sue him right give me back my fucking gun yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i know but you know oh also one thing i wanted to do really quick was i wanted to give a a, a shout out to a particular listener of ours um this guy just the guy you've been like messaging yeah, he i think he, i think there was like a message that he hadn't sent or yeah, that you no, didn't I, read. I, I read, read it. it. Okay, cool. I, I replied back, but um, he. I'm trying to switch over to the um, shit. I'll oh, switch accounts. Here we go. <laughs> he messaged us saying how he really enjoys listening to our our podcast when he's on the road. He does a lot of driving. He's from. He's not even from New York, and that's the thing that got me was that he says he he's located in Illinois. Daniel, shout out. How you doing? It's Taylor, John. Um, hey, what's up? But Thanks he sent for us listening. pictures. He got into us uh, because he he listened to our M1 episode. And that was just an episode that wasn't necessarily New York specific, but it was about M1s. And he wanted to get an M1 or he was getting one or something. He ended up and getting them. Right? Yeah, yeah. He sent me a picture cool. of it. Really cool gun. And he was looking to get a couple other guns from a friend of his. Um, so I sent him some information about how to clean it and detail, strip it or whatever. So I hope he, he finds that useful. But yeah, man. I mean, even people in New York, we, we're kind of like universal in some aspects. A lot of time we're very New York specific. But for certain things, it's... It, you know, anybody can listen to us and hopefully yeah. find well, some enjoyment. I mean, it's a, it's a gun podcast, but a focus on like New York state bullshit. I mean, right. at the end of the day, gun things appeal to a lot of people across yeah. the country. But, you know, when and, we talk about like this bullshit law, <laughs> like obviously this is. And you know what? I, I like to think that there's some people in other states who just they listen to this and they just feel bad for us. Yeah. <laughs> They're sitting there holding their, their M16 like, oh, those poor fucks yep. up in New York. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't want it's none true. of that New York City salsa. Oh God! Yeah, it's true, man. Like <laughs> we know. just the laws are getting worse and worse. It really is, and it's hurting the law abiding because once criminals, these things are passed, it's like they're, they're not never, going. They away. never go away. No, no. That's it. Even, Even if, when Trump was in office, he didn't repeal any gun control laws. He actually added gun control laws. He he allowed the bump stock ban to go. Yes, through. I know. He you, didn't. You were very specific, You were very up on him about that. Well, listen, you got to take people to task. He ran as a very pro gun candidate he was endorsed by the nra and all these people we thought oh maybe we'll get concealed carry reciprocity passed maybe we'll get the hearing protection act okay passed. but here's the thing right so there was the mandalay bay shooting right that, that utilized the bump stocks yeah. but what else did it utilize high capacity magazines yeah. and it utilized um you know ar-15 style right. rifles but ultimately what was the thing that got that got banned bump stocks yeah it's the less of all the evils i just think that it shouldn't have been i agree I agree, but would you rather a federal ban on 30-round magazines? It wouldn't have passed. Would you rather that? No. Okay. But I'm just saying it wouldn't would have passed. Would you rather... Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't just, affect us here in New I'm York, just, but I'm what just I'm saying, I'm just is, saying to you, would you rather that? Would you... Let's just say, in a world like where it passed... fucking questions. No. It's like, would you rather, you know, kiss no. a dude or... <laughs> oh, I know what you would pick. No. But, but 
that's not the point. The point is, let's just say, in a world where it passed, what would you prefer? Now, obviously, everyone would prefer the bump stock. If you yeah, had to pick one, that was... You're giving it was like, inches at that point. Yeah. And then now it allows for but shit you like know this what? trigger to be deemed a machine gun. Or in the fucking past, the ATF determined a shoestring was a fucking machine gun. Yeah. It's but just, it, you know what's going to stop, man? Dude, it was the sacrificial lamb, and that, that was it. I like lamb, and I don't want it to be sacrificed. I want it to be eaten justly. <sighs> Yum. Yum. <laughs> but anyway. All right, guys. I think that's all we got time for today. We approaching. Yeah. Oh, we're a little over an hour. Yeah, it's perfect. So, uh, well, there's going to be some stuff cut out because yeah, uh, Taylor fucked it all up. Oh, don't even give me that shit. <laughs> no one's even going to know because uh, they're just going to hear John's this. John's sitting across from me with the laptop. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, it was a really big deal to set this one up because Taylor and his wife had, like, she went to go pick somebody up or something yeah. like that from somewhere. And so it was like, not last minute, but like shit got changed around. So we, uh, we're here for you guys. We're really trying to get back to that one a week. Yeah. Um, as best we even can. though life is like totally crawling oh, right up yeah. our caboose. Oh yeah. But, uh, our, a life is grabbing us in the fanny, just like Cuomo. Don't say fanny. <laughs> do you hate that word? Ugh. Oh, yes. What are you, an 80 year old nun? Now I know you don't like it. Ugh. It's not that I don't like it, but I'm like, dude, I would call you a certain word right now that I'm not going to say on mic. I hope not. Good. Okay. Don't that's, go. That's my line. Okay. I won't say Fanny anymore. Thank you. Don't don't go grabbing Fannies like Taylor. Ugh. And uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Don't go grabbing my whoopee. <laughs> what the hell is a whoopee? I don't know. Pussy? I don't know. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> you're so this is something wrong with you man I, I tell you all the time there's something wrong with you but um guys check us out on instagram and facebook and my gun guys and uh check out the other episodes on apple podcast google podcast spotify and anywhere else you can find a podcast we really appreciate you guys tuning in and as always stay safe thank you everyone. fans